1: The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, we were talking last week on the program about the importance of HEPA filters and how the positioning of a good HEPA filter in a classroom is a lot better for children than having them sit there frozen cold with their coats on. If they're allowed to have their coats on, put a properly positioned, properly installed HEPA filter into the classroom. Is 100 times better. Jennifer Horgan is an education columnist with the Irish Examiner and a teacher at the Educate Together in Cork City, and importantly, Jen, a mum of three. Jen, good morning to you.
2: Yes, morning, PJ. Um, How are you?
1: Good. We spoke to John Sado at UCC last week about the importance of a well positioned HEPA filter properly installed, how it's 100 times better than all the windows in the place being open.
2: Absolutely. Um, like, as you say, children are frozen. I have three kids myself and, you know, I'm obviously dressing them as well as I can, but I know they're sitting in the same place all day. They have to because of COVID. So everyone has their designated seat and they're not getting, you know, to move around. I mean, to be fair now, I think schools are doing their best. So they're trying to get, you know, children out for, for yard breaks and whatever. Um, but whatever way you look at it, they're sitting in in really, really cold classrooms. I think it's really interesting that before the pandemic, schools were advised that if they couldn't have, I think their their classrooms at 16 degrees, they would have to shut down for the day. Mm. Um, But like, you know, that's all of our classrooms are below that on a Mm. daily basis. So we know that we have to do something. Mm. um, But this is all coming far too late. Like we were sitting in freezing classrooms last December. We all knew the next winter was coming. Um, The department knew. um, We've been talking about HEPA filters for months. Mm. Orla Hegarty, I think, has been particularly um, outspoken and correct throughout, you know, and has said this is exactly what we need to do. What's really frustrating for principals and deputy principals particularly is that they're being told that the money exists, but they're not being given any guidelines. Mm. Um, the stress on them, the emotional pressure over Christmas now to try and source these HEPA filters. They've no idea of value, so they don't know what they should be paying. Um, They've no idea of, like you you said, you had an expert on speaking about the positioning. Sure, principals aren't informed of that. They don't know the science and yet it's on their shoulders to sort. And I I can't help, like parents are going to want the classrooms to be sorted after Christmas. They've had, you know, children have had a a hard trot for the last few months. And so, People are going to have that expectation. But, you know, I just feel like the department have really dumped it on the principal's shoulders. And it's, you know, it's very unfair.
1: Well, the great thing about them is John Sado from UCC I was talking to. um, And uh, he's expert in this area. And he was like, look, for the most part, any reasonably good positioning uh, within the room will be indicated on the packaging Mm -hmm. and indicated on the instruction leaflet to give you... Most of them cost, the really good ones, they cost a few hundred euro and that's about as much as they cost. So so they're not particularly expensive, but I was talking to another principal uh, down in Crosshaven a couple of weeks ago and the difficulty they're going to face now is even if they had the money uh, in the office today, they don't know which one to buy because one will be recommended and if they don't buy the recommended one, you know yourself.
2: Absolutely. And normally principals are told to get three quotes, you know, before they invest in anything, because, you know, we're obviously trying to, to get a bang for our buck when it comes to to, to the department's money. Um, but they're not going to have the time to do that now, yeah. you know, so it's just all very rushed, very last minute. And it's just creating stress uh, that shouldn't have to be there, you know. Um, and, and of course, then on the back of people's, you know, parents' frustrations, children's discomfort, it's just a kind of a storm um. I just it's you know it's unfortunate that it wasn't planned um, and rolled out months ago.
1: As as a teacher yourself um, you know when we finally began the great work that led in uh, Virgin Media News Rob Hanrohan did a fabulous report a couple of weeks ago where he 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 blew it open he said it's not the schools are safe because they're not looking for it and we realized that the schools being safe was a myth that in actual fact Absolutely. COVID is rampant in the schools and when you don't look for it, you won't find it. How did you feel as a teacher when it was finally put up there writ large, what you already knew?
2: Yeah, you know, that's the thing. We all knew it. Um, and the thing is, we all have families. Like, I've got very vulnerable parents. And so you do feel a bit wronged, you know, um, that you're... Not only I mean it would be different if the narrative was generous and if it was thank you, thank you for doing this, you know, and, and thank you for taking the risk. We really appreciate it. Then I think everyone steps up and they feel like they're part of a team. But when the narrative is you're imagining it, you're grand, you're fine, you know, um core schools are safe, you just feel like you're being treated like a fool. Um yeah. so <laughs> yeah, it's just a kind of frustration. But look, um, I think all teachers try not to think about it too much because if they did, you know, you know, we just get on with it. And um, luckily, we've got brilliant students to keep us uh, upbeat You, you just get
1: on with it, which is what thousands of teachers have done and, and we should all be so grateful to them. This, watching children, though, sitting there shivering, that must be yes. awful.
2: It is absolutely awful. Like, I'm in a secondary school, so we've based classrooms... Um, the students don't really move very much during the day because, you know, of COVID, they have to have their own seat. Um, like it's easier for staff because we can move around, even if it's in circles at the top of the classroom. Um, whereas they are just sitting there and they're they're in their coats, their masks. You know, it's and I, I agree, of course, with masks and everything, but it's just a miserable sight, you know, when you kind of we try now to take them out as much as we can. And um, we're trying to do sort of educational walks and, you know, do mm. the best we can to keep them moving and to keep them active. But yeah, we care about the students and it's not nice to see them um, in discomfort. Now, you, uh, your
1: own kids are smaller. How, how are they feeling? They have are. they been sick? or they have been getting chills?
2: Yeah, I had, my son now is asthmatic. Um, he had a really severe chest infection. So he had to get steroids, you know, antibiotics. We kept him home pretty much for, I'd say, two and a half weeks because we just didn't want to put him back in a cold classroom you know we knew it was important for him just to be warm um, and I think like we've had now about five weeks I'd say of somebody being off and um, uh, because we had to, you know, because he wasn't well or somebody else wasn't well. And, mm. and of and did, course did you have to get him COVID
1: a... tested just in case and all that?
2: We did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've all been COVID tested a number of times because I suppose I know I'm going into a, a, a busy workplace, so I can't afford to take the risk of having a symptom and not getting tested. So that obviously, that's why we're seeing the sort of teacher shortages and absences because I suppose we've a kind of a higher responsibility because we're in um, congested classrooms and, and hallways so I think everyone's been very responsible on that front but it obviously has a knock-on effect then um, and that's why we're seeing our shortages so look it's been very it's been a difficult a few months and um but what's lovely to see is just the the atmosphere in, in certainly my school and i know my 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 children's school um people are doing their best to keep things upbeat and positive yeah. um and there's a real sense of solidarity within the schools i think yeah. um yeah. which is lovely
1: some schools and we've had reports uh, people phoning us here saying that in some classrooms the children are not allowed to wear their coats that should be mm-hmm. done away with shouldn't it there should be the 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 the, the schools should be, if, if necessary, told by the Department of Education, the children aren't to be allowed to wear their coats.
2: I I, like, I find it hard to believe, you know, I, I'm sure it is happening, I've well, heard it it's happening. Well, you can take, I it, you, you how, can take yeah, it as given. How, yeah. how can anyone, like, justify that? I don't, I genuinely don't understand it. The problem is, again, it, schools kind of are very autonomous, so complain to the Department of Education, I'm not sure what that would do. You know, they tend to kind of leave it to the Board of mm-hmm. Management. and, and, and well, so well, you it, see, the it, thing about the general,
1: they do leave it to the Board of Management, but the Minister for Education at any one time is responsible. And all it would take would be Norma Foley to go on the television at 6 o'clock and say, I am directing schools to allow children wear coats in class if they wish to do so. And let them make noise about it afterwards.
2: I'd love that to happen. I'd love that to happen, PJ. But I don't see that kind of guidance, Um, and it's the same with the HEPA filters. You know, we're not, we're not. There's that distance that's always there, um, which is very frustrating.
1: Yeah, because it's left to it's left to boards of management, and no disrespect to boards of management, they're not the experts here.
2: They're not. No, they're not you know, know in education they're not they're a not bit, on the ground, a, bit so. a, a bit
1: of leadership a, a bit of muscle from the top it's what's required at times like this mm-hmm. i always absolutely. think absolutely all right jennifer listen keep up the good work courts 96 fm selling a little or a lot Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify get a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash work shopify.com slash work
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby? It's me geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh.